So this is uh, the other talk as opposed to the birds and the bees, but it's equally essential. So it's about talking to your kids about money. And, you know, I think that the silver lining of any economic downturn is using this as an opportunity to educate your children, regardless of their age, about sustainable money management. This month is National Savings Month, an even more fitting occasion to discuss finances with your little and not so little ones. And helping us to highlight the importance of teaching kids about money is our resident finance blogger, Brendan Dale. Uh, Greetings to you in the early hours of the morning, Brendan. How are you? Morning for you. I'm doing well, thanks. Yourself. Awesome. I'm good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. And you know, I'm I'm grateful that we are having this discussion because uh, it is certainly not one to be put on the back burner. I think as soon as possible. And uh, it's good to have this discussion with your children. And as I had mentioned earlier, you know, this month is National Savings Month, you know, which is actually coming to a close. But the truth of the matter is in this current economy, parents shouldn't have to wait for a specific month or wellness campaign, should they? No, definitely not. I think that with money, it's it's kind of a, a day-to-day thing that you there's always something that you can bring up or something that you can discuss with your kids because money is a is a weird concept really if you think about it and and especially young children. I mean they they have no concept really. There's pieces of paper and coins and and you just go to the shop and you get stuff and the, the sort of like the whole. The whole thing about working for money and, and what it actually is and the value, it, those conversations you can you can often have. And, you know, absolutely. And, you know, I actually remember another financial expert had made a very pro- uh, a profound statement. They said that uh, money, it's, it's, it's the one thing um, if if you had to personify it, but uh, it's, it's money is one of those things where that you have a relationship with until the day you die. So it's better to um, get yourself uh, acquainted with it and know exactly how that uh, relationship can work in your favor, which is exactly why, you know, I think. Um, some parents, uh, you know, um, some parents maybe should actually rethink creating or maintaining the solution that there's this constant vast, uh, these there are these uh, constant and vast reserves of cash, which children never really see, but things just always magically appear. Uh, do you agree with that sentiment? Yes, definitely, definitely. It's, and it's, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it affects so much of your life and so many aspects that you, yeah, you do need to understand more about it. And the, the sooner you have these conversations, the sooner you start sort of like asking your kids questions and sort of poking at little discussions. It, it just gives your your kids more to think about. And, and you as the adult, you don't necessarily have to have all the answers or be so clever with, with everything. It just, it's just getting them to question things. And, you know, and it's it's good that uh, they do actually ask questions. And I think, Mm. uh, you know, we have to we have to be mindful that at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is something that you want your kids to be armed with this knowledge so that they don't find themselves in unpleasant uh, financial conundrums and constant ones as they're older. And and speaking of which, you know, there's there's always a a, a, uh, time to speak to children about money. And as as far as their age is concerned, I'd love to ask you, which is the best age to actually uh, start educating a child? child about money how do you explain budgeting and saving to them <laughs> you know there's there are obviously different age appropriate sort of things but I, I would start as soon as possible so the the most basic sort of discussion and conversation is just like what what is money and where does it come from and and sort of like how do we use it and 
And you can start these conversations at like six and seven years old, you know, just the fact that you, you go to work and you do things and then you get paid something and you can exchange it, you know, you can you can have, the, that's an easy enough conversation. And then uh, sort of moving on to the fact that some, sometimes you have physical money and sometimes you have electronic cards, that might be a, a little harder, so maybe by sort of age 10, but you you need to... Pretty much anything can be discussed, even budgeting. You can you can take your ten year old child with you to the shops and just show them that that in one shop the eggs cost one price and in another shop they cost a different price and just sort of talk about that and, and what can you do and, and how does this help you and you know, just like there there's so many easy ways to to broach the subject and and I think yeah, with kids under the age of 13, you can definitely be talking about the, the cost, items costing different things, and you can talk about banks and what is a bank and, and how do you open an account and what, how do you save money in a bank and, you know, those kind of things, that's, that's easy enough. And then teenagers, teenagers are difficult because they, yeah. they always know everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, do we have to have the talk? It's like, ah, oh, I know. But yeah, I work I work in um, Newlands, opposite a school, and I see those kids pretty much every morning. They're at Vita E buying coffee at you know thirty rand a coffee, and I'm like, good lord! I was at school, I wasn't doing that. But exactly, yes. <laughs> that wasn't even an option. You know, either either they just have this credit card with an unlimited amount. I mean, possibly yeah. they've had a discussion, but I, I don't know if they really understand the the value of. And where this money is just coming from, and you know, I'm I'm very I'm very um, glad that you actually brought that up because I think at the end of the day, especially with the the generation of teenagers that we're dealing with now, you know, it's about uh, teaching them what credit really means, and also it's about teaching them to delay instant gratification because uh, you know once you explain the the rates involved for having a credit card, the amount of interest mm. that you pay, I think only then they they get a better sense of what it truly means to own a credit card and how much it would actually cost them on a month-to-month basis once they actually do uh, start working. Yes, no, definitely. And those kind of things, you can actually you can actually do the sums. You know, once they're probably, I don't actually know at what level you learn things like that in math, but probably around age 15 or 16, years, you've got enough math knowledge to be doing interest rates and compound interest, and you can, you can sit with your kids and you can actually do a little calculation and, and show them. And that, that will be quite an eye-opener. And then I also think so that if you think back so to to when you were growing up, if, if there's things that you think, wow, I wish my parents had taught me this about money, you know, now now is your opportunity to, to actually fix that and, and teach your kids. You know, absolutely. The thing is, uh, you know, I'm nodding in agreement because we grew up in, in different times. And I think especially in, um, if it's, if it's uh, one of those households where it's either um, – you know, kind of that, that, uh, traditional kind of African upbringing where, uh, you know, it's, 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 there's that, uh, paternal structure where men take care of the finances, et cetera, et cetera. So 
children mm. growing up, you know, you don't necessarily see exactly how it all happens and how you're educated about it. And then you may encounter some very challenging lessons as uh, you uh, start um, uh, adulting as, uh, you know, uh, adulting as, as, as it were. So I think it's, you know, it is important to, to take cognizance of that. And something else interesting as well, I had actually attended a seminar now that you mentioned that, you know, our experiences and I was listening to people's different experiences of what money meant to them and the relationships that they had. And some of them didn't have that proper introduction with a, let's say, a junior bank account. What did they used to have? Those Bob cards, I think, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I think I just gave away my age, but you, know, you remember those cards. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so it's not even having not even having that uh, proper acquaintance with it where or some mm. people associate it with danger because of the fact that uh, their parents used to own a business and their parents constantly had to hide their money or they had a a, a weapon in the house to protect their money etc so or if it was a thing of where again you know um it was pretty much hidden away from them. So it's it's quite interesting how uh, important it is, uh, especially for children now. You know, thank goodness we've got more information, but to have that uh, relationship with money as soon as possible. Yeah, and it's it's scary actually when you when you think of some of your current habits and your your current ways of thinking about money, and you trace it back, you you can often find where where it stems from. And it, it is these childhood things where you've seen something and you didn't quite understand it or you or you associated it in one way and, and it sticks to you. It's just like it sticks for life. And yeah, if you can if you can give your children like a really good fund foundation and really good principles and stuff, they you're gonna set them up for life. It's, you're gonna like really they you know, it's hard to quantify. You can't you can't compare <laughs> Really, but but you really will be setting them up in a in an awesome awesome way. Absolutely, and you know, I just want to to uh, just to find out your opinion on this. I know some parents may be divided over this uh, sentiment I'm about to mention, but you know, with regards to uh, uh, doing chores within within the household, is uh, do you think uh, rewarding children with pocket money for doing chores is actually the right thing to do? Do you think it's it's the right precedent to actually set for them? <laughs> Yeah, this is quite a divided topic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, firstly, uh, I think it's a nice idea. I mean, that's how I grew up. I had to wash the car and I had to do a few things. And, you know, I don't think, I, I think anything can be taken too far and, and too extreme. But uh, as a basic concept, uh, I like the concept because it's, it's teaching it's teaching the kids the, the very basics that, that we, like we all go to work and, some days you don't enjoy your work and, and some days it's not that great, but you, you need to somehow do some kind of trade or some kind of skill in order to get money. And that concept is a, that's just life. You can't get away from that. I mean, you can get better at it and you can find more clever ways to, to get money, but just as a basic, I think it's a great idea. And you know, I I hear what you I hear what you're saying as well, and I'm going to slightly play a devil's advocate here because as <laughs> as much as you know, I I you know I understand how much you know setting that precedent can can actually also uh, create and instill a very healthy work ethic. Uh, but you know, on the other hand, though, I think if it's not balanced out properly, it could also create some sense of entitlement where they feel that okay, I've I've washed the dishes now, so where's my five rand? You know what I mean? So I think it's 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 it's, it's yeah, it is it is a fine balancing act. I think. Yeah, it's a fine balance act, and it's 
Also, at the same time, you know, kids need to be kids. So yes. <laughs> like, give them all, all your responsibility. You can't make them like clean your whole house. So, True. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yes, there needs to be there. I think the I think it comes out to just sort of often having conversations and often just talking these things through and like, what does it mean to you? And what are you going to buy with this money? And why would you want to do this? And uh, just the yeah, just constant, constant shaping their their thoughts on on money. Absolutely, you know, it is it is a a, a never ending uh, conversation that uh, one has to have uh, that parents do have to have with with their children, and uh, you know, when it comes to um, you know, just just about uh, well, I actually just want to shift this slightly, but uh, you know, demonstrating proper examples and healthy attitudes towards money. Uh, I think sometimes, uh, you know, maybe parents because uh, you know we we may just be in the moment with other things and we don't actually realize how closely our children are actually watching us when it comes to our money habits. So, uh, you know, maybe whipping out your credit card may not always be a shining example for them. So, uh, you know, can just can you emphasize how important it is to just constantly uh, well uh, to the best of their ability for for parents to to demonstrate that example yeah i think it's i mean it's not just with money it's just it's with everything everything yes yes parenthood is, is quite quite difficult you have these people forever watching you yes. every move so uh, but uh, i think also you know it can also um i think i think that you're obviously striving to to set the example and do things right, but when when you slip up or when things happen and and you've had to now use the credit card and you're having this big fight in the car about money, you can the next day or so like sit your kids down and just explain to them like the stresses that you're having and and why that situation came up and you know like I, I think it's just admitting when you make mistakes and and chatting about it. You don't always have to be that harsh on yourself. For sure, and I know I, I certainly do agree with that, and I think it's uh, depending on the age again. It's that factor as mm. well. I mean, speaking to them at a level that they can understand, and also, uh, you know, uh, especially not even just with uh, managing finances, but just across the board, uh, when transparency is key, um, you know, uh, you just have to always make sure that you just keep all the channels of communication open, uh, especially when it comes mm. to this uh, very important uh, discussion. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely. And it's, it's yes. also it's a, one little final thing. I think it's also nice to just involve them in some some day to day sort of aspects of of your of the finances, like how much the electricity is, is costing and how much this and that. Just small little aspects here and there. And uh, Brendan, I uh, just want to, I would love to talk more about this in greater detail, but I'm going to have to uh, cut the, the conversation though. But uh, thank you so much for your insights when it comes to talking to kids about money. And I'm sure many of the parents listening have been taking mental and I hope um, actual notes as well. So uh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to speak to you and I hope you enjoy your weekend. Yeah, and your pleasure. Cool, man. Enjoy your weekend too. Thank you so much. That was Brendan Dale, finance blogger, talking about talking to your kids about money.